I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by the one and only, the main man, producer Joel. Hey. Hey, producer Joel. How's it going, Mark? It's going good, thanks, mate. I'm I'm tired, um, but good. I'm excited to talk to you. Lots is happening in the world. I'd I'd love to know your take on everything. Uh, First of all... Lockdown, second lockdown, lockdown two. What are you saying? Um, what doesn't am really I affect, saying? Doesn't really affect you that much, does it? Work-wise, uh, a little bit, a little bit it can. Um, I would say it's, um, yeah, I'm in quite a privileged position that I can carry on working, which is, you know, a lot of people can't. Uh, it's not yep. fun, is it? But yeah, <laughs> I'm speaking to one of them right now. Um, it's, it's not a lot of fun for anyone really, and I think it'll be tougher in winter than it was in yeah you know, spring and summer and i just hope but it works and people can get out and about for christmas time yes good words there joel i'm i'm kind of slightly looking more forward to it than the first one because i'm mm. not stuck in a flat in london so i can sort of go do you know who it is producer joe hey there he is but yeah but you've got a nice view haven't you so you have got yeah. a balcony. Uh, yeah, I can stand on that every now and again. Yeah, a big a big helium balloon landed on my balcony yesterday. No, that was it quite didn't. Exciting. Yeah, no, it didn't. It did. It was uh, ter- like, terrifying. What do you mean? It was like a big balloon. You know, only like it was like a, a you know like a big oh. novelty balloon. Not like a hot air balloon. I it wasn't like you know. a hot air balloon. <laughs> I was like, how did that work? <laughs> oh, I'm too tired, yeah. mate. It wasn't like a blimp. <laughs> US election. Uh, the result. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, Mark, what are my thoughts? I stayed up really, really late last night watching it. Did you? It was so stupid. I stayed up till yeah, you know, gone 2am. Gone I, I did that last year and it's, it's pointless because they tried to make it sound exciting. But there's no, no, there's no, you can't, you don't know anything until the results are in. No, I know. But at least... At least in the UK, we're pretty, we're pretty quick at getting some results in. Yeah, yeah. Like by the time I went to bed, no, nothing had happened. No. Nothing, and I've been wa- I'd been watching the coverage for like four hours. Crazy. Anyway, so I got up at six to carry on watching it. <laughs> yeah, still watching it now. 
Still, I am still watching so, it. Now. So, what's your prediction? Prediction. Uh, Biden will win. Will just, he? And uh, Trump will just incite some sort of civil war. I think he's already gone. I mean, Trump's gone mad uh, at the time of recording it. He's tweet. He's tweet. Basically, just tweeting full-on conspiracy theories. So, yeah. That's, I just think he's just going to ref- refuse to leave the White House. <laughs> well, I heard that he, they can carry on for a couple of months. They carry yeah. on for so the whole like the transition so period do, goes on for ages. He could cause a lot of trouble in two months. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's nuts. So cool, good stuff. <laughs> uh, what else has been happening? Recorded mock the week last night. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah. So that is going out. Well, when you listen to this today at 10 p.m., BBC One, BBC Two, so go check that out. Uh, BBC One, 10 o'clock is the news, yeah, Mark. Yeah, and yeah. the only way you'd I get on I'm that is if you did news. something really horrific. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. So anyway, what's happening this week, Joel? Uh, we are talking to the wonderful Chris Washington. Ah, oh, it's Chris Washington. Oh, good stuff. I mean, Speaking of American... Cities. That's why I picked him. Nothing to do clever. with his comedic Wasn't, skills. Was was um, Daisy Pennsylvania not available? She wasn't. She wasn't. Good, co- good character comedian. And Donald Arizona was interested. <laughs> 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 so just trying to cra- think of more. Well, we could do that for ages. Yeah. Oh, Mickey, Michigan. Mark, Texas. <laughs> Well, I will do, but I'm recording the podcast. <laughs> Come on. You said you're retired. You're still te- on it. I te- Retired? What are you talking about? Ti- <laughs> oh, retired. <laughs> oh, I said you're tired. <laughs> retired. <laughs> that shows how tired I am. Oh, God. I am tired. Anyway, let's listen to what we spoke about a few days ago to Chris Washington. Check it out. Now, you, you, you are. Just keep listening. tried to write a joke about Deliveroo or link to Deliveroo it was I wasn't like going I must get a joke about Deliveroo but yeah, yeah. I was just and I don't think it's I don't really think it's sort of my style and maybe it's not even funny I haven't tried it it was along the lines of like biker gangs aren't as cool as they used to be are they and then Deliveroo right. be the biker yeah, gang yeah there's that, something in that'd that that'd be funny yeah there's it, definitely something in that Cause like, and I didn't know whether to for the punchline. Because if you just went, you know, they, they, they got shit. They got shit names like Uber Eats and Deliveroo. But I was thinking, if you got the names slightly wrong, so Uber Eats or Deliver, yeah. Delver, even if your pronunciation was wrong on something, do you know what I mean? That, like, well, that's what you, I mean. Yeah, your irritation when you say the Deliveroo. word like, De- uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, do, yeah! I know what you mean. Because they all they all wear the same colours. Do you know what I mean? So that so if you sort of got a bit in where you sort of said what I liked about biker gangs is they all got the same gear, haven't they? It, it look, looks mm. cool on on their bikes and the same jackets, but they're not as cool in anymore. Or maybe maybe it could be the angle of in America they're cool, and over here they're not as cool. That might yeah, be a nice a angle. Because then because then if you had a bit like that. If there was an American in the audience, you could just go straight to that. It's quite a nice in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delivery, yeah. It's because I don't even have it around here, delivery. So it's not. Um... Oh, really? Or, or do you think 
what if it's someone comes over here and mis misunderstands? Like an Ameri- I've got an American friend. But normally oh, I'm right. your gang. Yeah, but, yeah, that that's a good sh- that's a good angle of being like your 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 biker gangs are a bit more tame or whatever. Yeah, they're not as cool, are they over here? And then if they get the name wrong, that makes more sense because obviously it's a bit stupid that I would not know how to say Deliveroo. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Is there something in like? Um, is is there no? See, I don't know because because with your stuff, I'm I. I don't even know if I'm the best person for this podcast because I don't even think I have any fucking jokes. You no, know that, I mean? that, like... that doesn't matter. That's just because that's what I do. That's it's it's just yeah. about bits. But it, 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 if that was me thinking about that and it mm. was my bit, I would then be thinking of be going to. But I think your bit is like that big, and I think my bit is maybe that big. But your bit is that big and really concise, and my bit is that big and probably yeah. a bit more waff. You know what I mean? But what? So how would, you, I would, where would you go with it if you did it? Well, well, I would be thinking like of then I would straight away go to like the comparing the things what a biker gang might have or their okay. their kind of do you know what I mean or, or try and get some kind of Sons of Anarchy um, like analogy in with. Deliveroo. So, so Sons understand? of Anarchy delivered your food. Yeah, do you know there would probably be some kind of play on like on that of being like, and then it would probably you probably be thinking of like, and then my brain automatically then I'm thinking of like, well basically like when I want to cool a pasty down when I'm driving, I stick it out the window and drive and drive as fast <laughs> as I can so it cools down. So I would then be thinking of like the air, like your food, you know, something traveling really fast is never going to be. So, do you know what I mean? Like I don't know if there's some. I, I, my brain is is a bit weird. Like I'd then be thinking like maybe if they drive, if they're not driving as fast, my food will be hotter. I don't I don't know. I, I I'd probably because you don't want to go to the obvious one like uh, Sons of Anarchy. This that you know I, I don't really like that style of. Oh, Willie, and you do three examples, and it's really conventional. Like that's yeah. So I'd more be thinking of like what I try and do with my stuff is a lot of I realise when I'm writing, and like this is the thing of like when when I come in on this podcast of um, a lot of my stuff I write is is personal, like anecdotal kind of first person, like my experience. Do you know what I mean? So mm. so it's more like oh, it's not like have you noticed kind of thing it's more yeah, yeah, yeah. This, thing, this thing happened do you know what i mean to me to me which i thought i was more kind of observational and thing and you kind of weave them through unintentionally but mm. but first and foremost it's always on my experience if i could probably pick apart i've done like three hour long shows in edinburgh and it every routine is basically i i was in this position and i did this yeah not, and then and then maybe when I was there, this thing happened. You know that thing when, and then you might chuck in an observational thing, but it yeah. all all stems from, okay. uh, from me personally. And uh, that's it... why. Uh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, is it always true, or or will you create a thing but still be yeah. the angle is? Yes. So so yeah, I I used to have this um this real weird 
complex about this about um and and yeah you can it, it's all stems from truth and exaggeration so it's truth and exaggeration so for example um let's have a have a think um uh, so I, I do a thing, I have a, a joke, which is, um, some of my ones, what you would think aren't true, actually are true, do you know what I mean? And then some of the things were, right. Um, oh, oh, so for example, I had this thing where I have this routine where I talk about seeing a guy, uh, when I got, gla- I needed, I knew I needed glasses because, um, I saw this, I saw this man and he, uh, so I frame it like, um, basically, I started to wear glasses because um, I was involved in an accident. And then people are like, oh, like, you know, and then I was like, yeah, and this is the accident was. Basically, I was driving down the road and I saw this bloke on this on some grass and he was on top of another bloke. And he was just punching him and 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 punching him in the face. And I thought, I'm going to have to do something here, but I don't like fighting, even though I look really hard. So far, I'm gonna have to. So then you've got all these little dropping things of like my yeah, personality, yeah. me, and mm. then you get a laugh at people's, and then my reactions to people laughing at me saying I'm hard is funny. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like yeah. two laughs, and then, um, and then, and then, so this guy's getting punched on the floor on this grass, and I thought I'm gonna have to help him, so I ran over to help him, and as I got closer, I just realised it was one man starting a petrol lawnmower, and and that is like. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> if we're not using the video it's hard to explain but because yeah, no, no, the image that is there yeah so so that basically came from our the house i, li- I lived in before this <laughs> there was like a, a a grass track along it and there was a guy starting a strimmer and i thought is he put he thought it looked like right. he had someone in a headlock punching him as i was driving up and then i just drove past and i thought oh he's just stringing. so i didn't stop and get out and thingy but so that so came you- from that so you had the idea and then you got the glasses bit after that. You thought that's a nice in. Or, or... Yeah, because I had stuff about wearing glasses and I had stuff mm. about um, being, um, uh, yeah, like, um, so, so yeah, it, it, I would say it's like with my stuff, it's probably 75, 25 truth, but you need the, the extra 25 is just a license to be funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, So you wouldn't sort of make that kind of, Deliveroo observation about the biker gang and then think, right, well, for me to make that personal, I maybe I used to deliver Deliveroo and then mm, someone said no. to me, you you would never create something out of nothing like that. It, it always stems no, I, from... I, I, uh, I used to be a postman and I, that, I've told you that and that I can't I can't have used to have been 10 other things. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, I, yeah. but, I, but, but, um, yeah, see, with me, no, I just reset every time. I've had about yeah, I love it. I've had about it. seventy jobs in my sets. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Gary Delaney's like got a girlfriend and a wife, and a, do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, you're not supposed I to love that. Yeah, you're not supposed to tell anyone that. <laughs> this, <laughs> but but I do I do really love that. Like I say, and I think that all stems from really just um, I don't know. I just I just kind of. It's not. I just like telling funny stories of things what have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like kind of. There's nothing just... better than that. If if you're someone that, so I've got a friend that I actually started comedy with. He doesn't do it anymore. Um, he is someone that every time I met him, he something funny has just happened. Like something, 
and and it's never that's all there's there's nothing ever as funny as that thing because it you know it happened yeah 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 because it's coming from a real place so if you're so do you think that you're someone that just stuff happens to more that's funny or do you think you your brain is in tune for picking up on it because with me with wordplay i think everybody has this wordplay go in front of their eyes during conversations and things they're listening to but i spot them that's kind of my thing is i can spot them so do you think i i think yeah i think it's that i think it's i'm not not everything is like it's definitely me spotting them and i'm better at spotting them now like like um like some my uh i had i had another joke which once again stems it's real but it it said in front of someone else it might have just been my nan was saying oh i don't i don't what my nan, I have this bit about my nan as boycotted Emmerdale because she said the storylines have become too unrealistic. <laughs> and then I was like, but this is genuinely what my nan said. And then she, she but she was like, um, and I was like, bearing in mind, like she's watched Emmerdale for 30 years for a plane crash, a helicopter crash, about <laughs> 25 fatal bonfires <laughs> and a murder every other month in a village about, you know, <laughs> with, with about 200 people in it. And uh, and and I said, what is it? That, uh, why? What is it? And she went, people keep going in the wool pack, buying a pint, drinking half of it, and just fucking walking out. Who does that in Yorkshire? <laughs> and then actually, my, that was my nan's beef with Emmerdale. She was like, it's really unrealistic. People keep just leaving the drink on bar. She's like, people don't do that. And I was like, <laughs> if she just said that to like anyone, anyway, you just like laugh and forget it. But I was like, oh, that is. Do you know what I mean? Straight, your brain, it's it's a curse. Yeah, yeah, Less yeah. so for me than 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 you. Because I look at your <laughs> tweets and your your Facebook posts and your Instagram, and I honestly think it, it must feel like a curse at times to 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 just hear a turn of phrase and or hear hear a sentence and then straight away you 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 must think the rhythm of the sentence or the yeah. way that word falls in that and then straight away you you're doing like a fucking Sudoku in your brain with with that and for it's me that would be hell. It's ruined so many relationships. Because oh, I like, bet, yeah. Cause when you first, because when you first do it, the girls think, "Oh, that's cool. He's sort of busy. He's got that cool brain that can work this yeah. stuff out." And then after a while, it's like, "Will you just listen to me? Will you just <laughs> can you put your phone down? Yeah, put your phone down. I'll oh, forget it. Put your phone down." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Siri. Exactly. <laughs> I know it's so. Cl- I, I'm, I'm, I really admire it though. Like you, like say yourself. I, I, I did some. Uh, some dates. I supported Milton Jones on about, oh, about cool. ten or fifteen dates of his tour, like like last year, and uh, hit him as well. And it's like it's just it, it's a crazy. Does he is he the same? I so just clever. Yeah, I, I did have him on the podcast, but we didn't talk about that. So he's he's just constantly on just writing oh, stuff. Oh no, down. I don't. I don't mean that. I didn't really spend loads. Of, I mean, he's he's quite a quiet guy, Milton. I've, mm. I've found like I, he just did his own thing, and I did mine. But but I just mean in terms of I, I'm really in awe of people that can kind of um, you know like pick that up, like do that, work at that like high up. Like, I I think it's like a, you've got a different thing in your brain to be able to do that. I, I, yeah, and I just, I it's just when, you, when you're watching it. it yeah, because it must be as well. I mean, when it when it goes well, I, I don't know this, like, because I don't do these kind of jokes. When it goes well, it must be great. But sometimes, like, you must get... I've seen it where people who are doing good one-liners, they go, 
the audience can just get into a rhythm going, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh. yeah. I've learned how to get out of that. You need to address it straight away and just tell them, yeah, these aren't growers, but in a funny way. If you just how go, long did it take you to learn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long did it take you to learn, like, to 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 get out of those gigs? Because it took I, a while think... because because with my stuff, I try. I don't want. I tend. I don't want to put groaners in my set. There may be the odd one or two, but then none of them I don't think are proper proper groaners, because if no. they are, I'd ditch them. But you do. So I don't. So I never used to. It's not like it happens every gig where people groan. But what the worst thing? I don't mind people groaning if they're doing it as a whole audience and then they laugh. That happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. just smile with that because that's just fun. But what the the worst situation, which doesn't happen very often, is one person groans before anyone's had time to think about the joke and that and that influences the entire audience do you know what um sorry to interrupt you Matt, but it's i always think as a comic like laughter's contagious and stuff like that's contagious as well Mm. do you know what i mean so someone yeah i i remember having like my best show in edinburgh last year and this guy and his missus sat on the front and this couple, and and they said to me afterwards, we've been to all your shows, like with with you're the first person we've, you know, like them people in Edinburgh where they yeah, are, yeah. Like, you've got like that's where you feel like you've got a thing, and and they sat like front and front and centre kind of thing, and this guy was just like he, he'd come, he knew he was having a good time because he was seeing his favourite comedian at the Fringe, do you know what I mean? And yeah. and then it kind of spread from him. I noticed it was like a wave outwards of him laughing, wow. but also like. Don't get me wrong, there were some shit gigs and that. But what I meant was, he, I, I felt so good having that guy there in the middle of going like, mm. he's on board with everything because he knows. Yeah. He's like, like you know, like all them. And and I think that can work the other way as well. If, if you get that person kind of, oh, and then that can influence the audience then to, to ruin Cause, it. Because they, cause they just assume that's how you're supposed to react to this joke. Just, but, but what the, the annoying thing is, the whole audience, they don't understand what's happening there. They just yeah. think it's a crap joke. And it's like, none of them are groaners. It's just this one person. So I address him or her straight away. As soon as they do yeah. it, I, I and I, I explain to the audience what's happened. And then it resets and it's fine. Perfect. But, but, That's but, great. Because I'm not having that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like talking to the audience that much, mate, to be honest with you. So that's good. Because people but, always think, because with, with my style and like it's quite conversational and thingy it's i'd be i do i don't compare really or anything like that and people always go oh you i bet you compare loads yeah, you know yeah, you're yeah. quite friendly and stuff and and chatting i just think <laughs> i know it sounds a bit selfish and daft and like maybe make, might make me sound a bit fucking thing but i'm just like i just want to talk i want you to listen and laugh and then i'll just get off do you know what i mean like that's that's yeah, how i yeah, want this yeah, to yeah. work i don't want it to be back <laughs> and forth i don't mind if there's a bit you know where it, you know, someone enjoys something and they want to chip in and they're enjoying themselves. But it's certainly like, I don't go out and go, I hate, I hate, like, I know it's necessary and we, we need these people for gigs to work and stuff, but all this, what do you do for a job? Oh, and, and like, I just, I don't hate it, like, think, watching it or thinking, I just know that, that, I don't even, I can ask someone when what they do for a job when I'm comparing and they tell me, and then I forgot, because, I, I don't really care. I'm only asking for the purpose <laughs> of this. And I find it a bit... F- I can't, because my company is also, I don't mean to sound like a knob, but quite genuine. I don't want to look like I give a shit about your job in finance. Do you know what I mean? I just want to tell you about the funny time I took my dog (laughs) to the vets, because, you know, it's not, 
I'm not here to make your job. For, and, and I get why they're there. And I, the, don't get me wrong. There's some fucking people who are awesome at crowd work. Mm. I'm not one of them people at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's not that but, common yeah. people do that as a set, is it? Real, like, some people no, do no. it as a set. But mo- it's ma- some- mainly compares, isn't it? Yeah, some people are more comfortable comparing, aren't they? Than some people just love doing doing mm. crowd work and love. I do a like, bit with mine because I found that um, it breaks up the one-liners. Because, like you were saying about people mm. getting into a rhythm, I like to do some things just to change it a bit and then go back in. Um, yeah. But but again, whenever I do crowd work, it's still jokes. I'll ask them a question, That's... they'll say a thing, and then I'll do a joke about the thing. It's it's I don't do normal kind of crowd work really. I don't think there's any, um, interestingly, um, there's any one-liners who would just do, well, uh, like one-liners for an hour or an hour and a half because Mm. I went watching Jimmy Carr even before I started doing stand-up. I got some tickets off someone, I can't remember. And and it was mad that he did all these jokes and then he had this bit where he sat down on a couch Yep. Or a desk or something. Have you seen Jimmy Carlyle before? Yeah, yeah. I used to watch it, go see him quite a lot when I was... Before, yeah. Well, before I would... But just before, around the time I was starting, just when you just see everything. Yeah. And and, and just, just breaking it up. And at the time, I was like, oh, this... But it's just like resetting, isn't it? It's the... It's the... It's mm. the um, and Gary, I, I, Gary does it as well. I asked Gary about it. Yeah. And he said he does something similar. Mm. And do you, do you do that over... Do you use crowd work to kind of break it up then? Um, in my normal club sets, I do because the normal things I do to break it up in a show, I can't really set that stuff up. What would what would that be for in a show? I, I kind of I kind of do random things that don't really make sense until a bit later in right. the show. But because I've just done loads of jokes, they forgive me for that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So they're just they're just it's just it's just it can literally be something for. 20 seconds whereas what milton and gary i think yeah i think gary did it in the last one i saw of his is they'll do something else for a while yeah. do you know what i mean whereas i i do everything a bit shorter bursts yeah i, I find that you... works for me that's that's good that's interesting i i could say because because with with comedy i don't i don't even know about am i supposed to go over some stuff that am i doing this podcast right by the way <laughs> no, no, it's it's all wrong actually. Um, oh right, okay. We we'll just start again. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> this is good. It's all joke chat. It's great. I mean, I yeah. mean, uh, selfishly, I focused on myself quite a lot so far. <laughs> so we got my delivery oh, no, joke but... sorted. <laughs> no, no, that's. Um, in fact, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm 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 quite fast because of this my, the way my comedy is and stuff. Like it's quite you know it'll get compared to maybe like, you know, Mumford or Bishop or, you know, I, and I totally like love, love those guys. And um, mm. I, I like that, but I also enjoy like, I also enjoy like watching something completely different as well. Sometimes as, yeah. I like watching funny stuff. You know what I mean? Um, like really funny is my favorite. I know it sounds daft to say that in comedy, but there's a lot yeah. of shows when you go to Edinburgh that are more thought provoking. And I'm kind of, I think we're I'm, both I'm, in the ilk of funny first. Yeah, like Jordan Brooks, though, is so different, but I, 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 I find myself crying, laughing at, at what he does, and that's so different to what I do. Do you know what I mean? But it is just But it's funny, about funny, right? It? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, 
but but yeah, but funnily, so so talking about um, kind of uh, jokes that didn't work or stuff I couldn't get to work and stuff. Getting onto that, it kind of ties in with the fact of um, having talking talking everything about my talking about my experiences and thingy, and then I'm, I, I've kind of noticed when I've broke that trend a little bit, that yeah. little shift sends me into a bit. I don't know if it's me being uncomfortable and my delivery is a bit more tense. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. Or or the audience go, oh, this subconsciously, because they wouldn't analyse it to this extent, but subconsciously go, oh, how come he's not telling us stuff about his life now? How come he's going on about... Right, yeah. Maybe because, not... It's not, maybe because it's not from memory, you do naturally deliver yeah. it in a, in a way that you're acting rather than... Perhaps it, it, story. I don't know. I don't. I don't write anything down. Me is 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 a is a thing. I don't ever write out down. What? How do like, you know? Uh, See, this this like, fascinates me. How? Because I I this is complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So how do you? So say. Who I, do I, I don't know. Oh, so that, that sorry, I'm making myself like myself sound like a lot more of a maverick. I write a word <laughs> like a bullet point, and then. No, no, I, but this but is the point. I, this is what I want to ask because, like. How, if you change, do you actually do a bit and then you'll be like, all oh, right, I need to change the way I word that a little bit. Do you ever do that? Because if that's the case, uh, how do you remember what you've changed? Or do you just go naturally, roughly? Yeah, naturally, roughly, I think is my favorite way to do it. But you you know the beats, do you know what I mean? And right, I think yeah. my bullet, my beat is my bullet point, which I've wrote in my phone, do you understand? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so even like, this is like the most I ever write is like, I just write, so I wrote something like fears. I was trying to, I did an online gig uh, the other week and it, I tried to do this new bit about fears. And I've, it just says, don't like talking to people. So then, so when I, I basically say. <laughs> so you're loving this. Whole, yeah, yeah. So, so but that one, the word don't like talking to people, that's probably maybe a minute of talking and it's don't like talking to people that's what like one second it takes me to say that one and a half seconds right yeah that's that's a minute of and i don't know what that minute is i'm just going to tell you that basically um i have this like fear of of like ringing up taxis and ringing up restaurants and and basically any situation Mm. like in a shop i have to go and ask if they sell something it gets too much man i feel like i'm gonna have a panic attack like i've done a gig to like (laughs) Like two and a half thousand people before that, and and I felt much more at ease doing that than asking if I could use a a, a voucher in harvest yeah. that I knew was in danger. Do you know what I mean? I'm the same as you, mate. I'm the same as you. I I well, as a younger guy, I, I used to really. I'm a bit better now because I just go. I just got to do it, but I don't like. Like I had oh, to because um, I just moved again. So I had to go and change my doctors, and I was like, "Oh, I got to do is phone them and find out what's going on." Mm. But that getting me to actually do that i have to force myself like i hate As, that yeah it's a strange thing though like, people would be like oh you're a comedian you're a comedian like oh you do you do that and and i go like i don't i can't explain like why that it, and i had a bit about why so so you start start by saying that and then where does it go? Have you got another bullet point for the next bit or you just know Oh yeah, so I was on about fears, so I was on about I don't like talking to people. Oh so that would get me a laugh where I would where I'd say, I've done a gig to two and a half thousand people and I found that much less stressful 
than asking if I could use an in-date voucher in the harvest in my, in my harvester. And then you get your laugh, and then you move on. This is like brand new stuff. And then and then and then I've straight so, to, for me, that's kind of with with the two thousand people. That's like, but you know what you're doing. You're comfortable. But when you're taking that voucher, one, you you don't know what the reaction is going to be, and if. That for some reason that that voucher isn't valid anymore. That's embarrassing. Oh, that's that's. Do you know that, what I mean? So, like, like I say, that is that's the thing about, and it's also back to the thing of what I said before of going. That's why I like my comedy of me talk, you listen and laugh, and then I fuck off. Now, <laughs> yeah. when you're asking to use a voucher, I have to say, is this valid? And then they look at it and say no, and then I have to make the decision there and then. Am I willing to eat in this restaurant if I'm going to pay full price? And then if I I make that decision. <laughs> There's a lot of weight on my shoulders of going, oh my God, so if I walk out now because this voucher isn't valid, they're going to think I'm too tight to eat in a harvester. But I would probably only eat in a harvester if it was half price because I don't believe that. Do you know what I mean? And then all these things are going around in my head. But whereas if I go out in, in and do that gig, I'm just like, here's some funny stories. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this happened. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, it, it's crazy, isn't it? But it's, it's a weird, I think we're all, I'm not of this, this whole thing of like, all comedians are, are, are like, but there's definitely a thing in your brain mm. which is a bit different. In, in the... like, I think it comes from being like, because as a kid, I wasn't confident. Like at school, I wasn't like the most confident person. And now I am because I've kind of, you fake it till you make it, don't you? Like, and then yeah. you fake it so much that it's just you now. But I feel when stuff like that happens, it just takes me back to when I used to have to go and ask someone oh. something as a kid or and I'd be a bit sort of shy and embarrassed. So I think that takes you back. To I there, did. I it? had one the other day. Yeah, I was meeting someone somewhere and I, did, I didn't know the place or the pub or something. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, there's so much of that where it's like... Doorbell. At the door. It's just a delivery. No, no, they'll leave it outside. It's fine. All right. Um... But yeah, it's so so. I can't remember, but yeah, I have a many situations. It's just kind of like a bit like, oh god. So, I mean? like, so you you mentioned in that about not liking to talk to people. So I that's reminded me of a joke that I had, or I tried to get to work. Um, so so as soon as you said about not liking to talk to people, my brain went. There's something funny because as a job, you talk to loads of people. When you're on stage, yeah. you are talking to people. But then that reminded me. I had so when I used to do tour support. So whenever I do tour support, it's probably actually it's probably the opposite to where you do tour support. Is they booked me because I did jokes. They didn't want me to talk to the audience. So the acts, yeah, like they get more out of talking to the audience because that's yeah, you know, yeah, because they're the famous person. You get more, and if I've if if I've already done that, that's sort of ruined. Mm. So yeah. I used to get booked for that a lot. So in the rules of like a tour that I did it said you're not allowed to talk to the audience so I thought that was funny if I've taken that and then just so I've, I started doing a mime act ah uh. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean something yeah. like that and then yeah. I don't know if I ever tried that but that, I think that's what I don't even know if I tried that and then the other way was like so if the audience, if my audience, when I'm telling this joke, didn't buy into the fact that I'm talking to the audience as part of the job, I did a thing of like during the interval, it was really awkward because people kept coming up to me and I had to ignore them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I could ever get that concise. But I think that's quite funny 
because that's talking to the audience, but I'm not allowed. Both of those I feel work, yeah. but I, I don't know if I've ever yeah. really... I, and another yeah. thing with that is I'm not sure if... So I'd have to explain that that was a rule for the tour support, but I don't know if a normal audience really understands the that's, reason why I couldn't talk to the audience. So then that might I mean. confuse them. And the setup for that might be too long and unfunny for the payoff yeah. to be worth yeah. it. Hundred percent. And also, they're then, they're then making a judgment of, well, what? That's stupid. Why can't he do it? Do you know what I mean? So, whereas, I feel like yeah. comics would laugh at that. But they're not that. They're not the. Um, I know what you mean. Fucking, it's a bit of like. A, it's pointless making comics laugh, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a nice bonus. No Com- making comics laugh should always <laughs> should always be a nice bonus. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I've ever really been a comedian's comedian. I don't know. I, I'm 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 not, I'm not my mates find me funnier with comedians, I suppose. But but there is definitely something in the thing of. But also, you have to remember of like. You have to just check yourself sometimes. I think and go, oh. Like this is my job, so it's okay to talk about it a bit. Do you know what I mean? And mm. you, you can't make everything about the industry. Like I was at this gig and thingy and this. Do you know what I mean? Like I found myself. I had two, two store, two of those jokes in my set. And you go, you know what? Every joke to be this funny thing happened at this gig. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And they're things yeah, you yeah, learn yeah. when you start. You know, like and and there's nothing wrong with having one of those. And I still, you know, I've done that on, on on the telly, do you know what I mean? Uh, do you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with saying this funny thing happened at this gig, but I don't know what, what kind of audience you get who listen to this, whether it's people who are, uh, you know, newer comics or comics. and the mixture, yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm not a snob about any of that stuff. Like, I wouldn't say, oh, you have to get past that. But mm. but it's very easy to fall into that, isn't it, as well, of going, because we are gigging to. all the time. I had I had a bit in my, uh, in my 2017 show, which I only came up with, that's the beauty of being quite loose about about stuff is when I go to Edinburgh, I always feel like my show does get I'm not rigid with like my show gets better through the month and mm. I'm not like I don't I don't preview the fuck out of it. Like I do like sub fifteen previews, like my first preview for my for my debut hour was in June and then I did about eleven right. and then did did it in, in Edinburgh. But then it got better throughout the month and I had this bit about how it was a story about my, my wife winning a Dyson at work and how fucking elated I was and how it was the best thing ever. And like, and, and it was all the setup of like, it was like, um, so, so basically long story short is that my, my wife, I talked about how when we got together, we got to that stage in our relationship and we knew that, you know, we moved in and it was time that we to you know, take it to the next level. So we put our money to go, we put our money together and got a second hand Dyson and the way that she looked after that Dyson, I was like, I knew she was going to be an amazing mother. And I said, when she cleaned it as well, she was like a, a sniper cleaning a rifle. And, uh, and I said, how she used to take this Dyson apart and put it all back together and stuff. And you've never seen anything like it. And then this is, <laughs> this is a hundred percent true story. My wife works for um, AO.com, the appliances company, and they had a competition in a work. Um, Dyson came in doing a doing a promotion saying uh, who can take apart and put together a Dyson in the quickest time you win a, Di- a brand new Dyson. Now my wife, we had this second hand Dyson, and my wife was was so good at servicing it and maintaining this 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 vacuum cleaner that 
that this she came in and she's been like fuck it like I do this for fun at home. Do you know what I mean? Like, and she absolutely <laughs> smashed out the park, yeah, and won and won this fucking. So, I, so in my bit, I talk about how how we were dead chuffed that we owned it. We had a Dyson, and it was second hand. Then I talk about this competition in my wife's work, which genuinely happened. Then she won, and then I was like, oh my god, we won it. She come home, and I was like, and and then I do this whole act out of how I came home, and I was like, she's like, you're not going to believe this. I can't even, but. It's on iPlayer, it's live from the BBC. It's the, the final routine on that show. Um, if you search Chris Washington on iPlayer, and um, and and I talk about this, and then there's a reason I'm getting to this, by the way. Uh, so I say we've got, and then at the end of the show, I say I never thought, and I, it's I'm kind of like it's quite a moment of. Uh, at the end of the show, I kind of like had a moment of realizing that it was like me basically saying like this is the whole show was called Dream Big Brackets Within Reason, and it was about kind of being not always looking for the next thing it was a kind of about appreciating where you're at and enjoying mm. the moment rather than concentrating on the next one of the ladder and stuff and um and i said i and I'd, i had this bit so i'm kind of like you know the show is like i never i'm very lucky and and i said i never thought i'd be the type of person who had a who had a dyson for upstairs and a dyson for downstairs <laughs> and then some someone heckled me in edinburgh this is 100 percent true someone heckled me in edinburgh and went what did you do the stairs with? <laughs> and then, so then I then I then told that story as part, so then that entered the show and I went, so the routine changed to, so it used to be, I never thought I'd be the type of person that had a Dyson for upstairs and a Dyson for downstairs and then that would get a laugh. And then after that guy echoed me, I went, I never thought I'd be the type of person who had a Dyson for upstairs and a Dyson for downstairs and then I told that story in Edinburgh and someone went, what did you do the stairs with? And then I didn't answer because I like it to be one of those shows that leaves you walking away asking questions, <laughs> and and it, that little thing going back to what we were talking about of like insider, because you know yeah, like yeah. we know that people do Edinburgh shows and quite arty shows where we want we want to leave you walking away asking questions, and I thought that was a little nod to that of going that was probably quite a clever little joke that and I, and and yeah, based yeah, yeah. on like I don't and I, and I was thinking is that clever. Is that funny for comics to go? Ah, oh, that's that's good what you've just done there. But but my mate texted me, he's not a comic, and he was like, mate, that was a little a, a nice little. He, he noticed that he picked up on it. He's like, that's cl- like that was a clever thing what you did there. I don't really think I do clever stuff, but I was quite pleased with that one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 ready to get 20 20 ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com i'm sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Chris Washington! Yes. Hashtag Hawooga. Chris Washington. Uh, great stuff. Good stuff. Uh, if you want a little bit more of Chris Washington, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. You can go over there, sign up, support the podcast and get loads of cracking content. We put new stuff up every blooming week. You every lucky, single week. You lucky devils. And thank you to everyone who is signing up and supporting the podcast. We muchly appreciate that. Uh, we muchly do. We, yeah. Is that right? What's wrong with that? We muchly appreciate it. Is that not? It's quite weird. We appreciate it. We appreciate it muchly. We appreciate it very much. When yeah. would you ever say muchly? I don't know if it is a word, Mark. Have I made that up? Muchly. I'm really isn't tired. He, isn't he the dog in Wacky Races? Don't know what that is. Muttley. Muttley. Come yes, on. We, we, we appreciate it, Muttley. <laughs> oh, God, Joel. Good. If you enjoyed the podcast, you know, the bit of Chris Washington's all right, wasn't it? That's the best bit. That's a good bit. That's the main yeah. bit. That's why you're tuning in. Um, if you enjoyed it, let us know what you thought. Uh, feedback at Jokes with Mark across all social media. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you if you can be bothered and you haven't done already, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Uh, that really helped the podcast so people know about it and see it and listen to it. <laughs> and then we can keep going, keep recording yeah. these cracking, cracking little bits of stuff <laughs> muchly <laughs> I think I need to have a nap I'm tired I've got a whole lot down to recover anything more from you Mark what are you doing I'm trying to get to the end why because you're just sort of talking about how tired you are I am tired Joel I'll go to bed I'm so yeah well I'm sort of in bed now you are I can see you're in bed yeah now I've got a show I've got an online thing to do a Zoom gig back to the Zoom bed. gigs mate back to the Zoom gigs oh dear the dark days yeah um, okay anything more from you Joel nothing more from me Mark anything more from you Mark nothing more from me Joel hashtag Aruga everybody enjoy lockdown see you next week hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.